0: This is cliffcentral.com. <laughs> Gentlemen, by choice on cliffcentral.com. Again, everyone, this is um the very first Thursday of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my gosh, this is how you kill me dog like I don't know. <laughs> That's the perfect way I think to start off the year pretty much, just with a couple of technical glitches just to get it out the way. So it never happens throughout the year, but I mean So you're done
1: for 2016? I'm like, done for
0: 2016. It's a wrap. Start off with a bang. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm chilling. How you doing? I'm all good, man. So it's been a week in
1: 2016. Tell me about your week, bro. Like
0: mm, wow. It's been it's been hectic. I don't know what you know, I don't know what to do, whether to focus on work or focus about everything else happening outside of work. It's just hey, it's been a bro, deep year.
1: No, this year like it's been a year already, and it's just one weekend. Like I feel like South Africa, if you're not on social media, like you're missing out. I've seen
0: so much drama. It's just whew. It's been epic But I mean, that's everything happening outside I mean, we want to dive straight into that um, Into the show But before we do that Guys, let's start, off, let's start off things on a high What's What's been the highlights of your year? Because it hasn't even been that long It's only been seven days
1: Oh, what is my highlight, bro? Like, yo, the session I had on the first day What? Oh, oh, yeah, that was deep That was a deep session That was deep You know what? I know what my highlight was On the 1st of January Yeah Um, We were chilling at Union Buildings And um, it started raining and I just carried on staring at the view. I just chilled there and watched people like running away from everything else. And I'm like, nah, this is a different kind of view of life. And on that day, I really appreciated everything that it was. That was my highlight. Enjoying the view on the first, in the rain, while everybody was running away, dog.
0: And you know what's funny about those? Those are those magical moments that that um, can't be explained. And I think it was you as telling me or, or one of our mates, Peter. But usually when you have those moments, no one ever says, no, stop. Let's take a selfie. Yeah, bro. It never happens. So, <laughs> clearly the best times of your life are not on social media.
1: Honestly, I have to say this excu- excuse my friends, but on that day zero fucks were given. Like straight <laughs> zero. up zero, bro. Like it was a day, bro. Like I didn't care. I was so mellow, chilled, enjoying life. It was it was everything, bro. Like and then we met up for drinks and like uh, it became dinner and then it became yeah. more drinks and yo, I was a session also at Fine Hotel.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think I still have someone's jacket that uh Yeah, someone gave me that day I think it's my jacket I'm just going to put it Plain and straight out there I think I'm going to Keep it forever But anyway (laughs) I don't know how this works But okay But um, I mean We're not alone in the studio Um, You know Behind every great uh, Behind all great men There are even greater women Yeah And uh, we're joined today By Lily Lily, what's happening?
2: I'm good How are you guys?
1: All good, Lily Oh, okay. I, when
2: I, know, I don't think you're good. Oh why? But thanks for that
1: intro, Why do you think I'm to... not good? Wait, hold on. Uh, you came in here just frustrated about no, was, what's happening in our country. I wasn't frustrated. I feel like we need to talk about it. Like yeah. because, you know what my problem is? It's it like evil prevails when good men just sit back and do nothing. True. And like a lot of stuff has been happening, and who are the people that are actually addressing it and building solutions? That's my problem. Yeah. Like that's why I'm stirred up. I'm like, "Hey, I'm irritated, but I need yeah. to do something.
0: You're passionate. Yeah, bro. But I mean, before we start to jump into that, Lily, I mean, it's been officially seven days of this year. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you, what's been your highlight of the year?
2: My highlight? Well, the biggest recent one, I can say I've drafted some business proposals and yes. um, I've finally clinched one. Um, what is this? Capital. Yes. That um I got loaned mm, and I've started working on the first business that I, I've been aspiring towards so eventually I want to have five different income streams by the end of this year that's how it's done so yeah. by March I can see the first two will be running successfully so I'm very excited about it guys mm.
0: so so Ooh. so basically yeah. um, what Walila is saying in that calm and turned demeanor is this <laughs> Oh! Ah. Basically, that's what Lena's doing. Straight up, <laughs>
1: she's like shaking, like, I can't do it. I don't want to <laughs> say."
2: Like, ah. It's too exciting, and you know, sometimes you just have to hold it a bit until yeah. you launch yeah. the official thing. Just, just, just keep so it I can't easy. wait. Keep yeah, it cool. have
1: income streams by the end of the year. Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm putting it straight out there. Like, uh, we we're talking numbers now. Clearly, we're talking numbers. So we're talking finances. When's the first million coming by? Like, when's the second million coming by? Because apparently. The hardest thing you'll ever do Is to make a million And the second hardest thing To do in life Is to make 10 million So uh, Like uh, Let's talk about Timelines here Lele When do you think That first million Is going to be in the bank account
2: I can say Next year May
0: Okay
2: I can definitely say Next year May Mm. That's really if it's not yeah, if it's not Jan or December, May. That's fair. Because That's I'm 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 going bigger go home. Yeah. I'm not gonna play it small now.
1: Mm. No, the, chilling guys Twenty sixteen, like um yeah. honestly, i want to stuff shit up. Like straight up. Like <laughs> risks on risks on risks, yeah. um madness, but uh also a lot of
0: blessings. So it's time. Yeah. So basically it's gonna be a very aggressive year, guys. Mm. Aggression, bruh. I'm think, glad to hear that. I
1: feel like we spoke about this though. Like we did. I mean, we're we're we, playing we, a game of pool and then you like Aggression works
0: (laughs) (laughs) It really does though. Everyone's like Oh no You gotta be flamboyant You gotta be Mm. easy about it No sometimes you just Gotta be aggressive Dog And be unapologetic about it I was about to say that Yeah. Yeah Because a lot of
1: people Think that Hey man I can't I can't get there Because I'm gonna step on this And this toe And this and this and that but, hey, man, you're supposed to do something with your life. And if you're not doing anything, then nobody's going to be talking about you. And the so issue, if people are talking about you, then
0: it's shop. And the issue is that you're busy stepping on toes instead of crushing them. Because mm. then they'll, they'll remember. They'll oh. never forget you. Oh, okay. We're, Leaving your mark. <laughs> leave your mark, son. Leave your <laughs> literally, mark. Literally, <my> Baba. <laughs> literally. So, guys. Uh, okay. So it's officially been seven days. My highlight of the year. I think. I don't know. So, I mean, we're going we're gonna, to. Jump into it later on the show, but looking at the the, the metric uh, results or the past race, right? Mm-hmm. The one thing that I'm quite um, thankful for, pretty much, is 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 the opportunity um, to dictate my destiny.
1: That's a beautiful thing, bro. Mm-hmm. That is a beautiful thing.
0: I actually realized because I was like, you know, I was looking at these results and everybody's comparing IEB to national senior certificates, and I'm like, yeah, well, you know, if you have no choice and you grew up in a certain place. Where you are literally, uh, set up to fail. If you don't have oh. the right teachers, you don't have the right infrastructure, you don't have the right textbooks, you don't everything, anything that's right, just set up to fail. Mm. So for the mere fact that, um, you are fortunate enough to be in a place where you could dictate your own future is a huge blessing and it's something that we shouldn't take very lightly. But, um, yeah, I, I think it, that's, that's too. I actually want to get
1: into those matric results though, because, um, is it? I feel like, we talk about the positive aspects, you know, and the results were good, but they weren't great. We declined. No, in they've it. actually dropped. They've actually dropped. But my problem is we keep on focusing on one thing, the pass rate. That's not a true reflection of the people that own their future and own their destiny. Let's not yeah. lie about it. Because not
2: even half of them make it, make it into university. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's my true pass rate is the, the, the bachelor pass rate. People that have the opportunity to go into university. Yeah. And you know what? I actually, I tweeted about this. I thought that it had, it, it had improved at first. Uh, Cause they were talking about how last year the bachelor pass rate was a hundred, pa- the number of students that passed with a bachelor's were 150,000. And this year it was 166,000. So naturally you think, okay, that's an improvement. Yeah. But why didn't they mention the percentage? Did you ever think about that? Like I, I realized that, um, as I tweeted, some certain individuals brought it shed some light on the situation and they told me that the bachelor pass rate actually dropped. Intense. That's ridiculous. Do you know what the bachelor pass rate is now? Do you...
0: We don't know, but we will in a we minute. We will. Yeah, we uh, will. Let's just structure this thing out. So if you guys are listening through to the show... Uh This is Cliff Central And you're now officially listening to Gentlemen by choice On cliffcentral.com And we're going to pretty much jump straight into it So Simpiro, break it down for us my brother Okay,
1: so this is what I'm going to talk about Let's let's just structure the show Let, let me tell you what we're going to talk about today So I'm going to tell you what the bachelor pass rate was Yeah And then I'm going to go to something uh, that's uh, less serious But also quite serious This heat wave we're having Like, hey guys Hey, it's hot out here Like in these streets It's hot then we're going to talk about that. Like I feel like it's been a year. Then we're going to be real. After we're talking about the heat wave and swimming and uh how it's important to swim and get into that water, we're going to talk about people like Penny Sparrow and Justin Finfieren, like that don't think certain individuals should be swimming. But then also, we're going to go on the other side of the coin and stir it up and say, why are these people attacking these people while the same people are attacking you? Is there no solution? The solution is not fighting it, right? So yeah. let's talk about the solution. And then in... In the end, yeah. I want to talk about um, our good old friend uh, DJ Spoon.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I I I don't know. It's it's a very big roller coaster ride with him, right? But let's not do that. Let's leave him from the end. I, yeah, I let's leave you. him for let's the leave end. That for the end, so we can get so, some in the end. Yeah, man, um, should we go into the metric pass rate first? Let's jump straight into the metric pass rate. So, so from my understanding, right, is that um, the mat- the metric pass rate is sitting at 70 point something percent? 70.7, right,
1: yeah. Levin? 0.7
2: or 4. Yeah, something crazy yeah. like and
0: that. And it's dropped by 5%. Since last yeah, year.
1: overall it's dropped by 5%. Western Cape took number one, so we need
0: to... Yeah, but narrowly, yeah. though. I mean, I look How at those percent- came
1: percentages. Third. Yeah, no, Khateng came second. Second, yeah. Second. Second, and then, yeah. Free Western, state, then Free State came third. Yeah. Ish, and then Eastern Cape, eh?
0: Ah, uh, Eastern Cape. I, I need to go to back the there. <laughs> I need to go back there.
1: Hard. Like, I need to go home again. Seeds yeah. need <laughs> to be sown. Yeah. No, that's the situation. And then KZN, like, can we talk about how KZN, the number of students in KZN is equivalent to five provinces. That's crazy. And they were second last.
0: Yeah, so so clearly there's an issue here. But I mean, before we get carried away f- um, to that, Sim. I mean, you were talking about really the the, the, the bachelor. Yeah, entrance no. pass Eish, rate
1: Yeah, no. Okay, so um, when I was really concerned it was a couple of years ago when I heard the bachelor pass rate was around twenty three, twenty
0: four percent. Yeah, yeah. So wait, what does this mean? This mean that you've you've gotten a qualification. Your, your marks are good enough to get into university. Yeah, basically, your marks are good saying.
1: enough to get into university. Okay, so of all the students that wrote matric, as far as I know. I'm not sure Is it all the students I went to Yeah Of all the students That wrote matric The total number of students That actually got into
0: university This
1: year Is 21% That's
0: deep That That is That is That's hurtful it, it, so now, is this uh, including IB and National no, no? This Senior is National
1: Senior Certificate. I'm only focusing on National, National Senior, Senior Certificate because that's yeah. where the majority is. That's so, true. like, it, it we can play that down a bit and say, okay, of the four hundred fifty five thousand uh, eight hundred twenty five students that actually passed, according to the pass rate, yeah, one hundred sixty six thousand of them got into university. That's thirty six percent of everyone that passed. So, 21% of everybody that wrote went to, are going to university, but only 36 of the people that actually passed, passed, that are going to university. This is buck, though. This is a bit weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a it's third like, of the people that passed. Really? Do you realize? It's a third of the people that passed that are going to university.
0: So, only a third of the people that wrote can really become CAs, engineers, doctors. No, no.
1: Only a, only 20%, 21% of the people that wrote, that wrote. can be those people. Wow. And only a third of the people that passed can be those
0: people. Which means, and, and if, if we look at it even further, of those guys that go in there, I mean, and naturally in university, you'll always have dropouts. Yeah. And we know the yeah. dropout rate there is extremely high. And extremely, extremely
2: considering lost. how young people don't know much about careers, they find themselves <laughs> in the wrong careers. In the wrong career. You know
1: what the sad thing is? When, when we yeah. started off in first year at university, they told us in orientation week, look to your left, look what to your, your right. right, only one oh, yeah. of you is going to make yeah. it. Yeah. So a third of the third are going to... Actually, make
0: a third of the third, yeah. Because I'm thinking, (laughs) guys, before we even get into university, right? Before we even like get into registration, um, it just dawned on me now how many of those students that got that bachelor entrance will actually register because it'll also only be a fraction because a lot of them can't afford university fees. Yes, it is what it is, yeah. And with universities now, they have a quota system, you so if they say 40% non white and they have their number and you go there. You you with your blackness You lesecho You go there You want to go This actually happens to, It's so funny This actually happens to, And you want to go register And they tell you No sorry um, There's no more space Because we've met The quota system How does that make sense? That, bruh you know, I get tired of talking
1: about these negative things, but we need to talk about them in order to address them. Yeah. Because if we're not talking about them and we're just like letting it go by, then it'll always be like this. You this can't change true. what you don't admit
2: to. Yes, so.
1: exactly. So let's let's realize the truth today that only a third of the people that actually passed, so only a third of the 70% are actually going to university.
0: Can I just uh, put a spin on this? Uh, this is the caps listed in me speaking. If you look at those numbers, right, so, Yeah. So we know that according to your career, so if you guys want to know exactly how much you're worth in terms of how, how people get paid, if you're going to a certain career that there are very few graduates in, right? then so yeah. there's the high demand for them, which means they'll get paid a lot. So if you think about actually some... Within the next ten years, being uh, an engineer—it's pointless. Uh, I don't know. It's not so much that it's pointless, but I mean, you—you'll you'll earn quite a bit because you'll be one of the extremely few with the qualification.
1: You will, but hey, bro. Okay, you're asking the wrong person.
0: You're asking the, wrong person. I am asking the, the wrong person. straight up! At the
1: season of my life, you need to remember where I am yeah. in this life. Yeah. So, <laughs> to me, he I'm thinking to myself, to I'm like, I'm being, I'm being, to be honest, I'm being very subjective. Yeah. I understand what you're saying.
0: Yeah. The, being, like, when I look at it objectively, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, out of, what, a hundred and whatever thousand people, students that go into university... Only, let's say, 50 become engineers.
1: Okay, so w- what I want to do is throw a spanner in your spin yeah. and say this. So let's think about um, jobs like being an accountant and all yeah. of that. We're, you're in the banking industry. Yeah. I've got a fair understanding of the banking industry and the industry in essence. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that in the next 10 years, like, careers like that are going to be relevant? E- you mean irrelevant? irrelevant? Yeah, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Because? Because of the technology that is being put in place. Yeah, that t- is crazy. Let's, let's
0: talk about this on the real. That is crazy. Yeah, you once
2: mentioned that that won't need any more tellers.
0: Yeah, um, that. okay yeah. Okay, hold on, guys. Don't quote me. Hold on.
2: I <laughs> you said you mentioned. You I didn't quote you. Yeah.
0: Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Along those lines, <laughs> and, and you know
0: that Lady has it on fake because like she studied languages. Right? Yeah, she's so she got knows you exactly, don't. She knows exactly what she's talking about. Yeah, but it's it's true. So I mean, especially with a lot of the matriculants, if you're listening to this or if you're a student um, still in high school, you need to pick your career very carefully. Sure. And be strategic. Be very strategic about it because it's no longer good enough just to say, oh, my heart is into this and this is what I want to do. You it's can't just same. walk up and be like, I want to... Do you know, back in the day, I don't know if it still happens now, but people used to study to become librarians.
1: Yeah. Dog. Being a teacher yeah. was one seen as like one of the higher esteemed careers. Yeah. I,
2: well, it's very crucial. It is crucial. I understand. When, you, when you look the at the Sorry to interject. Yeah. We get ambassadors or business people from mm. the states or wherever who want to invest in the country but they speak french purely french or they speak german they can't mm. understand you yeah. know african languages yes, and they want exactly. to come and buy land here in KwaZulu Natal or, or whatever yeah. and we need yeah. someone who will break uh or rather mend that communication or oh, break barrier. barriers, oh, break yeah. barriers. Yeah. Yeah. so I, I i understood it when i was doing my editing course that English is so important. African yeah. languages, uh, languages are so much needed and we don't even realize that. That a businessman with billions can't invest in an African land because he, he can't speak Venda. Yeah. Merely because of that. And he might even lose that that deal.
1: Okay, so what I want to raise up now is the fact that you spoke about how we don't understand each other. As much as I wanted to speak about the heat wave, I think we mm-hmm. need to go to uh, our good old uh, friend Penny. She's been trending the whole week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the whole week. Yeah. Because yeah. it says we only have like a week. We only have sorry, we have a week. We only have like an hour to get yeah. through all these things. Exactly. So I was listening to to the Penny saga quite closely. Yeah. Right. So I read the post. And then, um, she was on air on a certain radio station and they were interviewing her. Yeah. And she, the thing that she said was just, it was so mind boggling because she was saying, yeah. like, I don't know why everyone's like so offended, you know, cause like monkeys are cute, you know, if I said it was a baboon, then I would, then you know, you could be offended, but monkeys are cute, you know, and I feed monkeys, you get all types of monkeys, blah, blah, blah. So I'm just paraphrasing now, right? All right. And then, and then I was watching ENCA and Jeremy Maggs, uh, called up, called her up and she was, and he was like, um, um, pretty much just probing her about the story And then she was so apologetic then She was like no I'm sorry um, I know that I've offended people um, I didn't mean to I just used the wrong words Uh But you know what um, I've actually had diabetes for a couple of years So maybe that affected me I was like excuse you I was like what Since when does diabetes affect It's said? actually quite hectic though Like
1: that's Penny right yeah. Justin was um, <laughs> in Durban as well, and he was talking about how I don't understand where, why these people come from wherever they come from to come to these places and um, just come here and piss and shit everywhere. And when the promenade is a mess, I don't even know what the promenade is. And then they talk about how these people—he's like these people must go back from wherever they come from with their thirteen kids. I'm mm. like, yo, yeah. mm. I'm like, yo, yeah. okay, so. That's hardcore, like, on the other side. But now I want to talk about the people that were attacking them. Like, you know, racism is a two-way thing. We can't say racism is white on blacks. Blacks on whites and blacks treating whites the, the same way is racism in essence. So, like, as much as there were people supporting them, what do you feel about our fellow black brothers and sisters and how they treated or how they spoke about these people? Mm. Because, like...
2: It's sad. Yo.
1: It's like, really sad Because Penny got death threats Her family had death threats And all of that Like It was heavy Like it was super heavy And then
2: I, I think it, it starts to move To a class difference Yeah More it's, than the race Because yeah. if, if If I'm black And I'm looking down On a fellow black sister Yeah On a holiday I can't expect her To think the way I think Yeah Because and first of all mm-hmm. We are not From the same class
1: Exactly It's a class difference Because the same The same white people Talk about I know good black people
0: They're different Wow They're different (laughs) You know like I hate it when someone Tells me I'm well spoken I'm like what do you mean If somebody isn't well spoken All it means is that They know more languages Than you Mm. Yeah That's all it means That's all You're well spoken You're Or even
2: your accent is different Yeah, Your accent is not better, it's different Because Mm. there is no better accent Because you didn't choose, nobody chose To speak in the accent that they spoke um, That they speak in If anything, your accent is molded by your your background Exactly
1: So what you said there earlier Was the fact that we don't understand Our differences Is something that's very critical Mm. Because that's the foundation of racism People will judge other people because they don 't understand their point of view, and that 's the problem with our country. So for me, we need to figure out a solution in which to understand each other, or we need to change our mindsets in essence, just it's to mindset un- yeah, we need to be willing to understand another person's race in yeah. order to to understand why they act that way
0: you know what for me and, and I even tweeted this as well I think the reason why everything is happening the way it is is because we actually don't understand uh, where we come from or our history yeah why is it that I've learned more about apartheid from National Geographic than I have from inside, this, the, yeah, inside yeah, the, the education culture. system yeah, yeah. yeah. The education system straight up because, and this is why you know guys get very angry because you're angry but you just don't know why, why? you don't have full context mm. and when you do things you might not do things um, in the right way but then you can't blame people for doing that so what's the way forward?
2: We need to get knowledge, guys. We really need to get knowledge. I thought that I'm not going to you know, go the political route in my leadership ventures. But yeah. I've started reading up on a lot of political leaders or rather the history of apartheid. And to just get a context so that when I speak about fairness and equality and you know, leadership and fighting for what's right, I know exactly where I'm coming from. Yeah. Because I'm going to get shots oh. fired at me for not knowing what I'm talking about.
0: And can I just drop this point? So I was actually reading an open letter from a certain, um, uh, lecturer to yeah. a certain person. Um, I'll leave it at that. But I love
1: how is being diplomatically correct <laughs> this year, Like, yo.
0: But, uh, the content, or the most important thing is the content's in there. And what he was saying is that, um, the issue that we have now is because of people like you and I. So, look, people like you, myself, Simpio, and Lele. Mm-hmm. This is the problem because, um, he says that, um, we now, you know, we're the ones that made it, inverted commas, right? And yeah. we're the ones that hold the power in order to change things yeah. and talk to very influential people. And he's, and uh, pretty much what he states there is to say that um, we've almost failed ourselves. And it's very hard for us to look at ourselves as black people and be like, I did nothing for my community. Mm-hmm. And then when people, when students go um, protesting about fees must fall, yeah. you know, we become surprised. Whereas you I mean we very well know sitting in this table right now, we could put our money together Yeah and we could probably fund a kid to go to varsity for yeah. a year. Easy we could. Yeah. Easy we up. could. But then you know the capitalist and would be like, What's the value proposition there? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And and this I'm is I'm glad the issue. you admitted to that. Yeah. yeah, but this is the issue. This <laughs> yeah. is the problem. And uh, we almost undermine our own power. And it's mm-hmm. so easy for us to point at other people.
1: That's heavy stuff. I love I how you said we almost undermine our own power. Most of us don't realize the power we have within us. Straight up. Like we would much rather sit back and take care of our own and look out for number one than have that selfless mindset that we need for this country. We need to be selfless. That's what leadership is in essence. Mm-hmm. And that's the prop- fundamental problems with our leadership structure at the moment. A lot of the leaders up there fought the apartheid regime, and they were like, "Yo, I sacrificed for my country. Now I need to get my own. I gotta get back Mm. what I deserve. I deserve this. this. Yeah, Yeah. I deserve my." As though, as though the leadership came to an end. Yes, yo. So that's a mindset shift, I think.
0: So, and and um, and it's 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 almost as though we've all become capitalistic. Yeah, uh, man. In our mindset, we've lost that spirit of ubuntu. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, we've lost it because now it's about myself and my crew. You yeah. know, because if we rub each other's backs, you know, we take care of our own. Yeah. And actually, somebody said they're like, "Listen, guys, with with the ANC now currently in power, we'll never really have because what we need is not an evolution; it's a revolution. Yeah, mm. we need to like, we need to jump in leaps and bounds, and it'll never happen with the ANC." The one guy says and he says, uh, "Because they they owe each other so many favors, yeah, so oh, backlog our favors yeah. need to be traded." That such can't happen,
1: so there's no progress. But then the next question rises: like, who do we vote for in life? Like,
0: it's a tough situation. We've been on that. Juju's my homie. <laughs> Hard. He is my necessary nuisance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love how I said the necessary nuisance Those He's are a bars.
0: necessary nuisance. What a boss.
1: Yeah, no, man. I don't know. I still have to. I was talking with a colleague at work about this. I'm like, I don't know, man. I I, I don't know. I can't vote for ANC. I can't vote for EFF. I can't Can't vote for for DA. DA. Like politics is a dirty
2: game. Remember what I said that night? That every time it's election time, something funny streams out. There's always the distraction. To be like, hey, look at that hooligan! No, no, no! Don't watch him. Check us out. This is what we can do for you. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah, it's heavy stuff. Like apparently, the (laughs) petrol price dropped today. And my colleague at work was saying that I think it's because of the election coming up. It literally dropped by one rand 27 cents. Oh, and that's,
0: huge. Mm. that's huge. That's huge. That's massive.
1: When's the election again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'll come out more often, right? <laughs> it should. But I mean, you know what? Um, we've pretty much spoken about our views, right? And yeah. this is us being uh, millennials and being the, the the young cats of the industry. Mm. We're pretty much going to take a quick break now and we're gonna we're going to we're gonna hear from from the really influential guys from the corporate arena, and see what they have to say. You know, people that have pretty much lived throughout uh, all the phases of apartheid and um, all the phases of the new democracy that we have, and hopefully, you can get better context from that, hey, Sam? Yeah,
1: man, I'm keen for that, bro.
0: So, I mean, um, I think we'll go. We'll just jump straight into it, and we'll be back straight after these.
3: When you're in the back seat with four multicolored aliens and a talking bear, you don't ask questions. Questions like, "Where are we going anyway?" "Can I have another cookie?" "Mom, are we there yet?" Because when you can watch Teletubbies, Winnie the Pooh, and all the best kid shows online anytime for ninety-nine rand a month with Showmax, a long road trip goes by a whole lot faster. So get to Showmax.com and get your seven-day free trial.
0: This is CliffCentral.com. and we're back. And like we promised, I mean, we've been speaking a lot about what's been happening in our current affairs, but we did say, you know, as usual, we're always going to pretty much bring in an expert, pretty much just to break things down and give us a perspective. Yeah, no, so, this, so not this, a this lady
1: is quite an expert. I have to say, like before, before we introduce her name, let me just say what, who she is and what she does. So she's the CEO of CB talent, a human capital consulting and coaching company. She's a certified Marshall Goldsmith stakeholder centered coach and global leader of Future Assessors. Um, she has an MBA degree from China's top university, Peking University. Is that how you pronounce it? Perking. P- Peking University. Yes. Um, she obtained a cum laude from the Belgian Business School. She co-founded the Mbogoto GP Lean In Circle, and she has 50 accredited skills and experiences. Ladies and gentlemen, Asanda Goyi.
0: Am I right, Toy?
3: So Thought you got that right, Toy. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> And basically, if you're only uh, fluent in slang, what that entire intro did was this.
1: What did it do, Lusako? Tell us about it.
0: I'll tell you now. Oh wow! Okay. You know what, Lissa? There we go. It was supposed to be okay. Let's see if we can get this right now. I'm sorry guys, it was a new sound clip just found today. So we played s- with it the whole day. So let's suppose
1: devastated by the devastated sound clip. But I want to go to WeChat before we forget Smerko yeah. and uh, his message. Wow, this is quite interesting. Smerko says, it seems to me that black, uh, that blacks are not grateful for being westernized. I mean, thank God for the microwave. We didn't even know what we looked like until they, s- they shared a mirror, which is real stuff. Like straight up, this is real and honest truth. Like,
0: Lady of the th- moment, what do you think about that comment? Mm,
3: mm. This is serious. Eh? Like are certain things that just need to be taken offline. Because truly, I mean, that's that's saying uh, certain things are for certain people. Yeah. Therefore, you ought to be grateful for having yeah. your eyes opened. Yeah. And, and I... I <laughs> I'd love to disagree with
1: that. Yeah, because I'm trying to think from a different point of view as well. Mm. If we didn't know about the microwave or the mirror, does it really matter? Is it even relevant then in our lives? Like stuff like that, you know? We would have carried on and lived without stuff like that as well. So um, it's 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 gonna be it's a touch a touch and go topic, I have to say, because are you would you ever be grateful for something you didn't even know existed? Like mm. you know? Like,
3: yeah. That's, it's it's neither here nor there Yeah, I yeah,
1: know it's a, it's a very, very interesting one
0: But I think Keeping with the topic at hand um, I think really What we want to get into now Because Simpio, I mean We did touch on, on The metric pass rate, right? Yeah, man And we did touch on The whole um, racial issue Now in South yeah. Africa I was want to find out Asanda, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've pretty much Traveled the world You know You know what's happening In Asia You know what's happening In mm-hmm. Europe um, And now you're back here In South Africa With everything that's been Happening last year Fees must fall Everything Um in which direction do you see the country moving in? Where do you see the country, South Africa, in 10 years' time? Uh,
3: you know, for me, it's uh, I've been back for a year now, and I'd say the past year has been the most educational for me where South Africa is concerned. Mm. I left the country in 2010, and when we left, things were not mm. as volatile as they are now. So to come back and hear all of these things that are going on and be mm. a part of the conversation... On one end I I truly think It was bound to happen It is a good thing That we are doing What we're doing Fees must fall Had to come Mm. These racial spurts And us discussing them Have to come But what I worry about Is how as a nation We're so focused On the past Exactly We really We should acknowledge What has happened But then We need to live In the now And more especially In the future Then how do we Change things So that our kids Don't have to be Having the same conversations That we are having now and, and I worry that we're actually repeating this thing, you know. I've, I've got two kids, and for me, the thought that 10 years from now, my kids will be talking about the fact that they're black.
1: Exactly. It's,
3: I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. We're proudly black, but yeah. it shouldn't be. A point of discussion anymore, you Definitely. know. We should be measured on what we can do, you know, and mm. what you bring to the table as opposed to the color of your skin.
1: So, I like what you said there because you're basically saying we're so distracted by the issues of the past that we can't even move yes. forward, which is something that I've really been passionate about. Yeah. I get so irritated when people talk about what happened then and what this leader should have done that we should really take ownership of these issues because it's our country and we are the only people that are responsible to move forward, right? Yes.
0: So can I ask you a question now? Because I was having a similar conversation with a colleague of mine and um, her, her pretty much rebuttal was that the reason why there's so much emphasis on what happened back then is because um, the quality of life of back then and the quality of life now are the same. You know, there's this whole thing now to say that, okay, um, you're an engineer now, which means that you'll have a better quality of life. What we're not told is that as soon as you get that degree, you're going to need to go into a corporate environment. Um, In order for you to excel in a corporate environment, you'll need basic things. You'll need a car. You'll need a place to stay. You'll need a suit. You'll need disposable income. And if you're a Lesejo from Soweto and you have none of that, already Lesejo the engineer and, um, David, the engineer who's from Rosebank, as soon as we get into the workplace, we're not at the same level. Yeah. yeah. You know, as a soho, you automatically start 10 steps back. Yeah. And when I was talking to my colleagues, and I mean, these are, these are black professionals in, in, in corporate industry. Um, you could sense the pain and hurt in their voice to say that I worked so hard, like I made it. And now that I'm here, I mm. find out that you lied to me the entire time. Mm. Like how do how do we how, you know.
3: It's. I mean, it's. It's something that I. I personally went through as well. You know, you. You not on the same wavelength as as your peers in university. We yeah. might appear to be the same, but we're not. Um, most of us have unfortunately families that we need to take care of from your first job and that kind of thing. Mm. But I think uh, it all lies with what are the ones the black people who have made it. What are they doing? Yes. You know. And I think we say it so many times, but it's it's. It, it doesn't seem to be hitting home. Yeah. Because it's my responsibility as someone who was born a guy, in to go back and plow back. Yeah. I can't expect other people to do it if I don't do it, you know? Yeah. And, and for me, that's the biggest challenge. And it seems as if, um, when, when us as black people make it, we almost want to protect it. It's yeah, like, yeah, I want to keep it here yes, in this circle, right? Exactly. It needs I mean, to be here because yeah. on one end, I mean, my putting on my coaching had that, That speaks to a psyche that says, because I didn't have it, I need to do everything I can to protect it. Yeah. And by letting others in, I run the risk of it being damaged or it, mm. it, it slipping away. So we need as, as the professional groups, as the people who've made it or are making it to have faith and, and to trust ourselves, yeah. you know, cause once I'm confident in my abilities as, as a coach, as a CEO, as whatever, then I'm able to bring others in mm. and, and that kind of engineer would be able to, to start two steps forward you know as Mm. opposed to when they had no support none whatsoever so i think i think the onus is on us as as the back black populace who've made it Mm. to make sure that we pull more people up as Mm. we as we go up
1: yeah okay so we've got a message here would you like to read it should i go for it
0: it is so deep it's long so so it's from it's from timber right and timber prima says sibogo is mad we owe no one anything Not all whites are inventors and we buy, and we buy any invention that comes up. Um, we get nothing for free. Electricity was invented by a white person and we still pay for it. And if a white person didn't bring, and if a white person didn't bring, we could have gotten from the Chinese. Stop undermining yourself
1: okay this mm-hmm. is this is getting interesting mm-hmm. yeah? like that's that's all i can say and this these are the conversations we need to be having so yeah. i'm glad you guys are involved like because we need to talk about this stuff and move forward with this stuff so i i like his last statement there we need to stop undermining ourselves first and foremost we need to know our worth and we need to move forward in realizing our worth because we have what it takes to solve the solutions that our country is currently facing and the moment we realize that that's a step one step in the right direction
0: can i just throw my two cents here when i look at these two statements and i look at how the country is i mean we all know the status africa is the most um, economically we're the most uh divided country in the world as in the wealthy are extremely wealthy and the poor are extremely poor and it seems and it's quite scary because that divide is actually becoming wider and wider and wider so i just wanted to know asanda you know especially from a from an economics point of view You know how do, we, how do we bridge that gap Because one And I was talking to a, That's deep, I was talking to a friend of mine He was just saying You know When, when, when we broke the barriers of apartheid um, What was supposed to happen Is that as a people Were supposed to fuse, fuse together And all that really happened Is that um, About 10 people from the black side Pretty much just jumped Into the white side quality of life Yeah And vice versa I can tell you the vice versa part. You can see it in black Pan. I was going to say the same <laughs> thing. I was thinking the same.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: but but that's essentially all that happens. That we we never really got that fusion into pretty much being together. You know, and we even see it in our suburbs. You can see very much. You know, if you go to Krugersdorp, you can count the amount of black people there. Mm. And you know, obviously, if you go to Soweto, then it's a different story. Yeah,
3: it's
1: the suburbs where right? you can see
0: it like th- clearly, clearly. Masanda.
3: I think for me, what my company stands for and what I believe in truly is, how do we make people globally competitive? And by that, what I mean is it's all good and well that we teaching our kids and we, we equip ourselves to be operate, to be able to operate in South Africa. But I think Lele had alluded to something uh, earlier about how, uh, companies come to South Africa. We have all these investors, foreign investors, and it's about understanding each other. So I'm saying we need to step away now from just depending on uh, South Africa and our own resources and seeing how we can gain more From foreign investment Mm -hmm. A case in point I mean, uh, just last year When we had the Forum on uh, China-Africa Cooperation Summit There were a lot of doomsayers Who were saying, yes, China is coming here They're going to get our resources But I, my question is always How are you equipping yourself To be able to compete In this global environment And what's key is Is for me that Don't look at today and now You know, how do we Equip the people in villages so that they're yeah. self-sustainable. Yeah, there is investment. There are opportunities in agriculture. Agro-processing is the thing to go. Mm. You know what I mean. But then we're not telling people about those things at grassroots levels, yeah. which is why then you would have your five. Uh, bourgeois black people being the ones that benefit. I say take those opportunities. We know, I mean, there's nothing in secret in terms of the deals that were signed when yeah. China was here. I'm using China because it's the most recent one. Mm. But then as entrepreneurs, as young people, look at them, at the documents that have been put together. Identify sectors mm. that you think you can add value. And start knocking on doors and start making your communities better because we can't sit back and say, Yeah, someone will do it for us, someone will help us get out of poverty. That's entitlement, yeah. Exactly. So now I'm saying let's 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 start looking at what do the foreign investment people bring for us and how can we capitalize on that.
0: And I mean you just say that this is what your company stands for, yes. right? The company you speak of now, is that not in Bogot GP?
3: No, no. That that's just a group of of professional women. That's a side thing that, yeah. that we started. And the reason why that started it was with the recognition that as women we don't take our place. In, in the board in the boardroom table, mm-hmm. so it's saying how do we equip young women from all walks of life to be able to take their their place, mm. and it started with a group of about ten professional women. Yeah. Uh, it so happened that they are all African, and it is our job and responsibility to give back. Okay. So it's that skill swap. I'm good at certain areas. So and so is good at another area. Yeah. Then how do we then uh, share in in those skills? That's a
1: beautiful thing, though, because now we're basically you're 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 acting out what you're preaching, because you're giving back. You're taking ownership in enhancing your community. Which yeah.
3: is that I think that's that's the way we all ought to to, yeah. to do. We yeah. need to
1: stop sitting around mm. and waiting. And
2: it's really amazing because sorry, Simpio, I, t- I attended. I don't know. Is it the lenient one? Yes Yes Where I attended a, a um, Like a, a A workshop For Lenin was being launched mm. a, At the University of Pretoria And they were discussing These issues w- The sad thing is that There were so few ladies Who attended this mm-hmm. And they could use that yeah. So much Especially when they start working yeah. And yeah It's just Information You know key. There's so much That we can give But there is So much that they can Also mm-hmm. come and Fetch from Where it's given
1: it's okay. powerful stuff, yeah. I have to say. I,
0: I just wanna, cause uh, I can see we're getting a flood of What's messages. What's happening here. guys? Like, we're getting a flood of messages, but before we go into there, I mean, Asanda, we know that you're also the CEO, um, of CB Talent, right? Yes. Which is pretty much a human capital, um, consulting and coaching company. So
1: that's what you use really for, in terms of coaching and, Okay, yeah, yeah, just shed some light on that
3: maybe. I, I recently, uh, certified as a Marshall Goldsmith stakeholder centered coach. Okay. And what that means is Marshall Goldsmith is actually the number one a global leadership thinker in the world. He worked with the likes of Peter Draker, oh, who is yeah. known as as the guru of management and, yeah. and the corporate world. And he, the coaching philosophy that we use is coaching is so focused on how do you change as an individual mm,
1: yeah. in
3: order to impact your environment. But then it's usually premised on you being accountable to self. And you being accountable to your coach. But then what uh, Marshall Goldsmith uh, uh, methodology say is you are actually a catalyst and there are people on the receiving end of your leadership. So how do we involve them as your stakeholders in order for them to hold you accountable, be it you changing a particular behavior Mm. that does not serve you in a particular role? That's, so oh. that's what, that's what I canvas for. And it's, it's really about saying, yes, you want to change in order to be better. But, uh, and this is a good time to talk about this. Don't have a long list of things. I need to do 20 things in this year, you know, yeah. because you're setting yourself up for failure. Okay. And what happens is at the end of the year, you look back, I had 10 goals. I only achieved two. Hmm. Whereas if you start with one goal, one key thing, yeah. and it's usually a behavior.
1: Oh wow. It's, it's like a way of thinking. Exactly. Okay. It's a
3: behavior. It's not because once you say uh, to lose weight or to make money, that comes from a behavior that mm. you're exhibiting. Mm. Be it you, you procrastinate or be it you don't listen well, be it you, you share too much value. You know, there's various kinds of things that are often the root cause or, or the, the enabler for changing a particular behavior.
0: So, Sandra, can I ask the question then, yes. um, especially around the whole coaching um, um, topic? So are we saying that all these bourgeois uh, black guys that made made to the other side should pretty much just follow suit and really be, be coaches for other young, young entrepreneurs or young aspiring people? Is this the solution, perhaps, or one of them?
3: Uh, it's one of them I think there's two, there's three disciplines uh, yeah. When you look at coaching Coaching is saying How do you take the planner in a person mm. So you'd have you for example you, You've got all the technical know-how You've learned how to be an engineer mm. But then you want to take it up in a notch And you want to be the best engineer for example mm. So a coach would help And then you moving from planner to doer so it's realizing that dream. So I, and we use uh, specific tools for that. So there's various methods that okay. we employ to get that. So what I'm saying for, for professions like myself who are making it and who've made it rather be mentors. Because and there, power. yes, because there you're saying, I've traveled this road you, you're going to and I can offer you some tips on how you can avoid some of the mistakes mm-hmm. I've made.
1: Yeah. Actually, I actually have a question there. The way you're talking, I just want to understand what your definition of leadership is actually.
3: For me, my definition, and it's a personal uh, yeah. definition, it's, it says the impact should be felt in your absence. Mm. So for me, I believe in, in irrespective of what it is that you 're doing yeah. if you come into a place, I can have a conversation with you for five minutes, yeah. and if I leave the room and there 's something that you 've picked out from that, then mm. I demonstrated leadership mm. Mm. so it's it 's not positional it 's not about the title exactly it 's truly about Bringing out the best of yourself in any situation that you are in.
1: Yeah, I think the fundamentals are
0: impact. Yes. It's for somebody else, not you. That's, I think that
3: you've coined it right there. It's Mm. not about you. Mm. Leadership is about the person who is receiving it.
0: So, I mean, and we, you know, like I said, we do have some WeChat WeChat messages. Um, I don't know if you want to jump into this. All
1: right, let me read this message. This is from Sberko. You said, um, You're the mad one, Timber. I'm not Mm. undermining myself. I'm being factual. Black people are just (laughs) mad. They don't have, and that makes them bitter. Yo, in capitals. Everything. Everything capital. is in capitals. Everything that time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but the punctuation. It's yeah. emotion. Hey, bro. The, yeah. pu- the punctuation is not so... Okay, let me not jump into that. Ah, <laughs> it's being technical. Why are you being uh, the... Yeah, the yeah, let me not the be BL that guy. Yeah. <laughs> let me not be that guy. But, you know, again, but Svego, these, these are the arguments that are happening in our country. You know, we just... Yeah. Um, we just so happen to be in a platform where... We can we can view them, you know, and analyze them. Because on the one hand, you have this guy who is saying, "Listen, we are Africans. We're proud of it. Let's go at it um, on our own. We can make it well on our own." And the other side, you have a guy that says, "Listen." Um, we're moving uh,
1: forward somewhat. This is what's been brought to us. and Yeah, uh,
0: this is what's been brought to us and it's from other people and we should acknowledge And why don't we take advantage of that? That's of what that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, mm-hmm. I, I, lo- I love the fact that the, you guys are both expressing your opinions, which is very valuable because the platform is here yes. to talk about stuff like that. And it's interesting to see the different points of views. That's what I have to say because... I'm not going to say who's right or who's wrong, but I love the fact that we're talking about it because yeah. we, that's the only way we'll ever move forward.
0: We have to start the conversation. But I would really want to ask you now, um, Asanda, in terms of, uh, and we're going to go straight into, you know we're going to ring fence to, this, to the racial um, debacle that's happening in South Africa right now. There are a couple of people that say, um, we should deem um, Racial comments Or racial slurs As a criminal offense Yeah you
1: know? the ANC Are that, laying charges now Apparently Yeah well
0: And Swoo and Susulu It's a, it's a bunch of <laughs> it's, 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 it's the Lani blacks <laughs> 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 um, But but you know And I don't know I look at it And they might have a point But I don't know Whether um, legally If they can do such a thing But what do you think of such You know Taking um, Being racially discriminate, sh- Discriminatory And actually making it a criminal offense.
3: I think the challenge there then would be on proving it because sometimes we we make a lot of noise about undertones, you yeah. know. Yeah. What you perceive to be racist might not necessarily be racist to me and exactly, I'm black. Yeah. So it all boils down to to your point of reference, you yeah. know. So I think that would be a bit difficult to, to enforce because yeah. we're not starting from, from, from the same uh, point of view. You exactly. know what I mean? So I think, I think it's, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a good, it's a good thing that it's getting us talking. But yeah. I, my, my thing then is, Making it a a criminal offence does what?
1: Yeah, exactly. What I want to ask is, how do you actually justify when a person is racist?
3: First of all, we don't even understand each
1: other. We're from different backgrounds. We like have lived totally different lives culturally. We're so diverse in this nation. How do you actually justify when somebody is being racist? And when somebody's being not hmm. Because let's say That judge On that day Will say that They're being racist But another judge Will say no But actually From my point of view They're not being racist
0: And that's what I hate About the law Is that things are So subjective yeah. Like yeah. with the Oscar Pretorius yes. case yeah. One You know Masipo said You're not guilty For murder The other judge Says you are oh, exactly. Precisely. And a lot Precisely. of people Say that offense Is taken not given Which is another mm. that. <laughs> If
2: anything We black people Have this I mean it's a joke Yes but I we have this tendency of when our friends are being ghetto, we say, why are you being black? Yeah. But should a white person say, why are you being black? Oh, Is no, it going to so be offensive? Like, Yo. Are you going to take offense? Yeah, so it, yeah,
1: it's, it's a very fine line and where do you even draw it? I don't think we can justify it. It's, it's a good attempt to try and put things, bury things and like stop people from saying certain things, but I, uh, it's no. gonna be tough. To, it's gonna yeah. be tough. Like, it's I'll, very
0: emotional. Yeah, it's very emotional. It's too. very emotional. So, can I bring, this, I'm actually gonna make this very, very, um, <clears throat> I wanna make this very, how should I put it? Very personal now, right? So, Asanda, let's say you're now Lesiko's, um, life coach, right? Um, has this issue. So, guys, you know that I moved out of my place, right? I yeah. need to find a new place for yeah. us to work. Mm. It's so the I dra- fourth
1: time this last leg and Yeah, I know it actually is it's the fourth the time I've moved. Yeah, fourth mm. time in a year, but
0: because property we need to deal
1: with those issues
0: first, listen. <laughs> because <it>. property in <laughs> Joburg is an issue.
2: This is but why we need to invest in property. Right. But carry on.
0: But I'll tell you why though Because again Like I said I'm bringing back To that story then Because mm. obviously David has an apartment Because mm. his parents Knew about this 50 years ago Yes And so he set up But now If you're a Lesejo Who has now made it And he's in a corporate And he's now looking For a place right You go mm. down the road You look for a place um Apartments Two bedroom apartments um, Going for about Two million Rand If you want to buy yeah. If you want to rent It's about 12k yeah. Right Which obviously Is ridiculous Yeah okay? it's heavy bro It's heavy It's ridiculous But I mean And and it's something, you know, when you think of, when you talk about these things, it seems like, it seems like something very small until you're in that situation. Mm,
3: mm, yeah. Because
0: at least Leseho lives in Benoni, so you can even make the, the trip, right? But if you're a Leseho and you're originally from KZN, mm. yep. now it becomes an issue. I
1: mean, yeah, that's something else. Or what mm. would you say? Like, what's, yeah. the,
0: what's the, I don't want to say what's the solution, but what's the advice?
3: I think I mean that's the, that's something that a lot of uh young black professionals face you know yeah. it's like you're saying uh the home might not be Johannesburg I know a lot of friends who had to come from The Eastern Cape for example And you get here, your job, you alluded to this Again, your job requires you to have a car mm-hmm. And you still have mama And your dad, the big mm-hmm. home who, yeah. who don't have A salary, it's, it's, it's just one Of those unfortunate things, truly there is Absolutely no a Straight answer to say this is what You ought to be doing, mm. but That said, I think you need to Then start thinking Beyond formal employment. How, how do you become enterprising? Mm. 12,000 rand for rent and you only have one stream of income from a job is not enough. It's not sustainable. Yeah, it's not, it's sustainable. not sustainable, but then it's not good as well for you to sit and complain and do nothing about it. Do mm. You know what I mean? So sometimes we expect things to miraculously happen, but you have to hustle, you know? You have to get other streams of income. I like what Lele, Lele was saying about Getting five streams of income By the end of the year yeah. Yeah. You truly need Because you'll sit and complain mm. Till the cows come home mm. It's not going to change it's So beautiful thing
1: though Like sorry for interrupting yeah. I, I understand the type of life coach you are You're going to tell me straight up You need to take ownership For your situation And find a way forward Which is what we need In our yeah. to move forward and so.
0: all, all I heard was, Let's the it game up? <laughs> Why do you have one job? What is Honestly, the issue? You know, come on, son.
2: <laughs> with what you were saying, it's something that my aunt has been teaching me now that she wishes, she says when she started working, she yeah. was selling a, a few things and you, you know, she was making extra money because she took my mom and her older brother to school. But there was no one who was going to, uh, who educated her about property because had she invested back then today, we wouldn't be struggling to look for accommodation. Her child is yeah. going to UCT. She wouldn't be struggling with, accommodation because now it's very expensive. Yeah. So that's why I say I want to start in with property now. So one, one, one in income stream of mine is going to focus solely on investing in property. And now I'm looking for land to start building, you know, but if there's no one who is going to edu- educate us today, because the only thing that we can do is save our coming generation, our yeah. kids and our grandkids yeah. and say, listen, Invest in property now because the Davids of today Mm. are living in apartments that their great grandfathers bought. Yeah. Who are wise enough to know that no, no, no. In the future, inflation is going to do this, and accommodation is is going to be scarce. So take ownership. Take ownership.
1: So take ownership for your children's children's children. Yeah. Basically,
3: don't say I'll wait. It starts with us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It starts with us. I mean, like we never, we were never fortunate enough. But who's to say, why can't our children and our children's children be fortunate? Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So, Asanda, um, I think for myself and the rest of the team, we really want to say thank you. Mm. Um, i got a personal life lesson. Let's have a game up, son. <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> Bars. But um, for, for all the other listeners and all the other um, young people in South Africa, could you give us, I mean, real quick, 30 seconds. Um, what's your message to them uh, for 2016?
3: Uh, For 2016, I would say Do not live up to people's expectations Mm. of you Just because your past says You ought to be behaving like a hooligan Does not mean Mm. you ought to be doing that Proper stuff Yes
1: Wow Proper stuff Bars, son Bars
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's been a
0: session, Lisekho Thank you very much It's been a session It's been a session, Lila Thank you very much
2: Thank you, guys
0: Uh, Um, Mrs. Asanda, um, it's been a a super great session. I think, I think we've all taken up, taken something from, from everything that you said, uh, from myself. I want to say thank you to Svego and (laughs) Temba. Thanks, guys. It's been Um, real. It's been real. And, but, but on a serious note though, guys, um, you have the freedom to express your views. Um it's not something to take lightly for. People died for that freedom. Mm. So thank you again for exercising that. And to all the listeners, uh what do we call them, Sympier? The tribe of Superstar Leaders. Thank you to you guys, man, for always tuning in every single Thursday, twelve to one. And for downloading all the podcasts, you know, and pretty much reflecting. We see you on the streets. Um and thank you for all the acknowledgments. I was actually in Pretoria. Lots of love back there. Yeah, bro. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But I mean from us and the team, I'm gonna say cheers, Lele
2: Ciao, ciao.
0: This is
1: Simpure
2: signing
0: out. And you've been listening to...
1: Gentlemen by choice on CliffCentral.com.
0: This is
3: CliffCentral.com.